0: Welcome to Time Played Three HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louie. and my
1: name is Lockie, And this week we played three hours of Monuments to Guilt. God,
0: did we! You played three hours of that? I'd be so impressed. <laughs> Jeez, God <laughs> no, hell no. You'd be sick. I, I played. I play tested this thing for about
1: uh, forty-five minutes. That's impressive. Would be my guess. It was a while ago.
0: Uh, This is the game you made. Yeah, we're going to indulge me today. Thanks. lucky hi hi Hi. how's it going Uh, i'm okay how are you good i'm a little i'm a little thank you for asking i'm a little stressed actually really Mm. Mm. i'm sorry to hear that bud yeah it's just 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 up there you know it's just in the old shoulders really Mm. do you feel it um physically not like aches and pains, I just, I just just know, I just, my shoulders are jimbly, they're just moving more than they usually do, they're more expressive than they should be. Expressive? Yeah, like, I feel like if I'm a little bit anxious, my shoulders are like, they're sort of doing a little dance, kind of like a kid that needs to go to the loo, you know, but just in the (laughs) shoulders. a dog,
1: a small dog, that's uh, running circles. Yeah. Or
0: does it just work? Uh, no, my landlord is coming over later, um, and I've never met the landlord, and I don't like <laughs> landlords, so I was like, oh, I just don't want to deal with it.
1: That shouldn't be, <laughs> that's not, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be.
0: No, it's not. I'm sure they'll be lovely. <laughs> I'm sure they are have, have you interacted with them much? No, because they, uh... Apparently, the the job of a landlord is too much for them, so they hire a company to manage the building. Um, oh. uh, and so I've only ever spoken to them, and my experience with them has not been great. Um, right. And the landlord is raising our rent, and for some reason, uh. he's like, cool, and now I'm going to just come over and look at the flat. So, you know. Yeah, I I
1: get that. Um, pain that rent's going up, man. I mean, they know you have a dog, right? Yeah. Okay. That's good.
0: Got their permission for that. That's good. That would be, like, (laughs) hyper-stressful.
1: I'd have business here in my lap. Yeah. In uh, sunny... uh, Sunny where I live. Sunny where you live. Ah, the beautiful way you live. I was about to just say my full address. (laughs) Maybe people can know where I live, but obviously not the actual house number. Well... Yeah, I would be amazed if you just randomly gave away your
0: postcode. But um, I don't want to give away my postcode. Even that's a bit stressful, isn't it? That I mean, that is where you live. That's that'll do it. Yeah, know? yeah. Then yeah. you're just going to get all of our fans just standing. Let's aside. just say,
1: yeah, I live in London. Ooh, near Highbury and Islington.
0: Whoa, that's close. You're getting closer.
1: Yep, that's a big. Um, where I live, I live in South London. Wow. Yep. Wow, that's, that's all I'll say. I feel bad almost because it's. I don't feel bad. I don't know, Margaret. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. um, Are you stressed? Uh,
0: not right now. How's How's your. I mean, it's the beginning <laughs> of the week. How's your Monday? How was Monday? Tell me about Monday. Uh, yesterday, I had off. I, nice. <laughs> again,
1: I was quite hungover in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was working a match, uh, Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my boss is, or for that job, the LED manager on that job, um, is like just the most insane, <laughs> like functioning alcoholic, okay. uh, but also like hilarious guy, uh, yep. right. <laughs> ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, and is always up for a drink after a game. <laughs> uh, and will just stay out by himself until like Jeez. six. <laughs> that doesn't, that isn't, okay. Yeah. And he'll cool. come back the next day with just the, some ridiculous stories. Uh-huh. Uh So yeah, I was out drinking with a couple of people from work.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, most of your hangover stories these days start with, well, I'm hungover because I was at work yesterday. <laughs> it's like, oh okay. yeah, that's, that's not how my work works.
1: <laughs> um I mean it's it, it sucks because obviously I work weekends. Yeah, uh, I guess that's that's kind of uh, more so much so, so there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, exactly. And if you don't have well, I mean it's just having a regular schedule. I mean, if I don't have anything to do on Monday and I'm working on Sunday. Mm. After a long, like, you know, it's often like a 12-hour day or whatever plus. Mm. Um, Might as well.
0: How is the season of football? It's fine. There was people, I think, on Sunday, there were people in my area going to some game. I didn't know what it was.
1: Uh, So it's international break. I was at England-Ukraine at Wembley.
0: Hmm. Um I assume they were all just going to the pub, but there were a lot of I was surprised there were a lot of people for some reason. And it could have been there's like a lot of people, like everyone coming out of that station wearing I think I saw purple purple scarves, purple and purple. Purple and purple? Yeah. Like a lighter and a darker purple. Where do you live? I live in South London. <laughs> <laughs> I got no idea what that would have be been for. It looks. It looked like, and this is wrong. But it. I think whenever I see a color that isn't just red, I think it's West Ham. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, sure. that must be that must be West Ham." <laughs> like, sure, sure, sure. And I mean, I, I would suggest maybe problems? it would have been, but it was. Uh, yeah, international break, so they weren't yeah. playing. Yeah, I think I feel like it's. I'm just looking at West Ham now. West Ham, it's like that, but instead of the sort of reddish, purpley blue, it was purple and purple. <laughs> <laughs> does that help? <laughs> so it was like um, it was like that, but without those two colours, and no, it isn't there was no symbol. Not, there was no symbol. <laughs> it was just a scarf, wasn't it? You know, maybe it was just one guy. It might have just been a scarf from H and M or something. I think it would have
1: been. Um, yeah, I, I mean, no club football was playing yesterday, unless it was women's match or lower division, which is mm-hmm. unlikely to draw out huge crowds. Well, that's not true. Can do, but you know. If the whole station was full, I'm not sure what it was.
0: Yeah, well, I was driving by, but it's just a lot of people. Nice. Yeah. Um anyway. Anyway. Shall we? Um yeah. Yeah. What what are we doing? What are we calling this? is this is this a fruit is this a fruit episode or is this a Monuments to Guilt episode, or is this a We Were Hit Together episode? What is this? Let's see where it goes. Should we see how far we get? it could be it could be one or if not all yeah but if absolutely. it is the fruits have we done fruit gummy uh, i don't believe so there we go we can do we, it if we have it will be the sequel
1: <laughs> uh so you made a video game i did didn't i
0: sort of how was that <laughs> It was good, thanks. How <laughs> was that? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I made a video game. We talked a little bit about um last week. Um, and uh, you asked me if, if I wanted to talk about it. And I was like, I think I do want to talk about it. But I don't know how to talk about it. So we're going to talk about it somehow. Sure. Um,
1: do you want me to describe it? I would as love often, I would love I would love that. As is often the way in three HR. So,
0: so Lockie, tell me tell me what what is
1: Monuments to Guilt? Monuments to Guilt is essentially a walking simulator. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Uh it's a short game which is based in a museum uh whose content is uninhabitable and unapproachable and unwanting street furniture that says, you can sit on me, but not for too long. Um, Or as you might put it... How might I put it? I don't know, you have a way of... You have a phrase for that, right? There's so many
0: phrases. Um, I've seen written yeah yeah yeah, yeah so like uh yeah it's it's um there's a lot of different phrases for exclusionary design that's the um, one hostile architecture defensive architecture um are all words that people use to describe it um and i decided to go with exclusionary design out of all of them um for reasons that are probably not worth going into but like yeah so so yeah it's it's a, it's a it's a short walking sim as you said you wander around an exhibition you you look at I focus specifically on benches, but the practice is prevalent in all kinds of different architecture. Um, uh, have a look. You have a little read. You have a little learn if you haven't heard about it before. And, and maybe you come away with some some new stuff to think about.
1: Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's um, a beautiful game. I said this to you, I think, you know. Uh, yes, even my beast work gaming laptop uh struggled to play it, but it is maybe the most beautiful game <laughs> that I've played all year. Thank you. Uh
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, that's definitely the thing one of the things that I am um most frustrated by is I like um I wanted obviously it was quite important that the game was as accessible as possible. Given its uh, what it was about, um, and I did manage to make something that is basically unplayable unless you have a like six hundred plus computer on your um, on your desk, which is a bummer. Um, but I kind of got to a point where I was like, I could, I could maybe try to work this into something that plays better on more, but it would take so much more time. And it, I, I, by the end of doing this project, I was so knackered. Um, I bet. Uh, so, I I haven't. I'm still technically working on it because I'm making like a website version, um, and I might patch the game to add in a few more different little tiny features. But and even that, like, I just I would like to stop. I'm I'm done. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know how people spend years of their lives on things like this.
1: Well, I guess when you go in with the idea that it'll make you money as well. mm-hmm you're forced to power
0: through. Yeah. Well, I think in a way, like, I mean, it's different for different people. I have found that I tend to enjoy things more when I'm not thinking about its monetary value. Of course. Um, Of course. (laughs) um, Because I have the luxury of not having to do that. Like, I have a job that pays my bills. So, like, wherever I can, if I'm making something personal or creative, I I just, like, oh, it's literally easier for my brain if I don't have to worry about charging for this um And then, like, yeah, this game specifically, it would, I think it would be very odd if I charge for, considering uh the benches are real and not my designs, and it is about people. It is about the difficulty that people have being excluded by architecture. So, like, it would just be yeah. a strange
1: thing to ask for. And for. people who don't have money or don't have somewhere to stay are being, uh
0: you know, pushed away by this architecture. So it would be ironic. It would be a little weird <laughs> if I was but, like, "Could you pay me?" Like, I I wouldn't begrudge someone else if they did that, but I think I would sure. feel a little bit awkward if I did that. But um,
1: what was I going to say? I had a great point that's just blanked. Anyway, whatever. Um, I mean, it's 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 a nice oh God. I want to get this point. It wasn't even interesting. Mm. Um. Yeah, whatever. Uh,
0: So it took you, what, how long did it take to make? Uh, The dates are a little fuzzy. I think I'm settling on five months. Um, But I wasn't working on that for, like, full-time five months because I have a job and I had to take time away from it because I got a bit tired. And I think the thing that kind of... Like, I've had the idea for, like, probably a year and then I sort of let it gestate somewhere for a while and then i think sort of um, september-ish maybe is when i started thinking about it more hard and like writing things down and doing some like research going to get some reference for like i went to the tape quite a lot just to get some imagery of like um the space and the the sort of materials they use and stuff and um that was probably like late september sort of time-ish
1: okay i think those materials uh and the museum space itself were really well done mm. thank you it it's very believable as a space
0: yeah it's funny like what so like there's a there's a lot of like different um uh reasons that i you know obviously there's lots of things that made me end up making this as like a first project but like i i have a i am really interested in like Galleries and museum spaces, just as as things, they're really fascinating places. They're like, they are. There's yeah. a there's a lot of like stuff on these days, like like liminal spaces are really trendy and like all that stuff. And and I I feel like galleries and museums are kind of like the original one of those in a way. They're like sort of um, they're the um, the fuck is a liminal space? Oh, um, it's like it's like spaces that exist. Just to sort of move through that exist really for no purpose um, right okay um, so like games often um, you know a lot of games are that way so you'll find a lot of and now it seems like walking Sims in a lot a lot of time just end up being about liminal space um' it's like airport lounges car parks shopping centers that sort of stuff um, okay um but there's something about a gallery that's like, yeah, it's kind of like purpose-built for, for just showing stuff and just for moving through it that I find really interesting. And I I'm, I think the sort of general, like, visual, the fact that so many galleries and museums kind of look exactly the same and that kind of um, informs you that you're about to look at art, quote-unquote, is a weird thing. And, um, and then video games themselves. I love... Uh, Gallery or a museum in a game; those are always so exciting, and I don't know why. But like, whenever you're like, "Oh, suddenly the level takes place in this museum," it always feels like the the mundanity of it is always really exciting. Um, uh, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot. If you go on like itch, you can find a million and a half mm. indie games <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> galleries, and I think it's it's like again, I'm I, I literally one of those people. Like, it feels like the first thing maybe some people's brains go, it's like, I want to make art. <laughs> so I will make a gallery and then put something inside it. And that Big counts. open space. Um, uh, you're like, you're almost like trying to legitimize it by building the, <laughs> the gallery itself. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is it, isn't it? Yeah. It's saying, uh, important things yeah. are in a gallery. Exactly. Yeah. So I will make the gallery for yeah. my important thing. Um, and then that will be actually... Yeah. <laughs> Not in a bad way. No, no. I mean, but I think it's interesting. I, I like... It is. Um, uh, And that, yeah. So, like, it is it is about, like, hostile architecture and stuff. But, like, those are sort of thoughts that were going through me when I was making that. And, like... And then the combination of, like, things in gallery art. What happens if you put hostile design inside it? What does that mean? Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. Did that stuff... Uh
1: affect the gallery space much? Did you design because I mean galleries are permanent spaces for the Mm. most part well that's not true I mean there are a lot of galleries that do change their space to fit the uh, exhibition but you know a lot of the time it's a fixed space and then they have to find the best way of displaying those objects within that space
0: Mm. having the luxury of making the gallery did that it made it really um, hard <laughs> really? <laughs> like i it's something that i butted up i like i think the space itself i i kind of rebuilt like several times um because the scope of the thing changed quite a lot but also because um uh, like yeah i think that exact thing of if this was an actual gallery the the um probably the 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 things that were inside it would have to be sort of squeezed in to fit and that would give a different feeling to if you had designed the space from scratch yeah and i wanted it to feel in some ways that the the gallery existed sort of before the things inside it um yeah so the the layout feels like intentionally a little bit cramped and a little off like at the start like it was just kind of a big room a big square room um, which is not unusual I guess but um, yeah and then just trying to like god just try, It's obviously I, don't, I would not say I <laughs> clearly have had to worry about level design in a complex sense but like in the <laughs> simplest form of like I need to tell this very simple story because there's like stuff on the walls and you read the stuff on the walls and it's intended that you can kind of go in any order but you go forwards it's a ne- very linear um, but it doesn't matter if you read stuff out of order but like The general path for things and um just even that stuff like um is tough it's just like i think i think one of the wildest things about making this was the whole like the combination of, wow, this is incredibly easy and also just ridiculously, (laughs) like it is surprisingly straightforward to just make something appear on screen that you can walk around. Um, Right. Uh, and then everything else is like, Oh, like, but, but like the, the, you have to, you have to make so many decisions for like things that seem like you don't realize you have to make decisions about, have you ever heard of like um, what's that? The classic like the no. door the door problem. No. <laughs> Let me look it up. I can't remember when it started, but there's a famous article about it that kind of is a way of sort of describing why games are hard to make. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, that sort of appeared in my head while I was just not necessarily. I didn't put doors in the game specifically, <laughs> but it, what, having to pass through a door so like so basically it's just this it's article you can find on um game dot com by liz England uh and she basically is just like, this is how I describe to someone like what it's like to be a game designer that doesn't know what it's from twenty fourteen that doesn't know what it's like to be a game designer, and it's like so the question is um you're making a game, and then are there doors in your game, and then from there she just lists like all of the questions that come from are there doors in your game that you have to answer. Um, and it's like, it's never as simple as like, yes. There's always just like, okay, so if that's the case, then like, can the player open them? And can the player open every door? or other doors for decoration? How does the door, how does the player know the difference? The doors, and it just goes on forever. And like, that's the thing that I kind of knew. And obviously the, my game is, there's no real interaction beyond walk, walking around it, but like, even just like i had more complex stuff in there for a while and <clears throat> just figuring that stuff out even before you even get into like the programming stuff of just like having making sure all the questions are answered uh is like it's a nightmare it's a nightmare yeah. that's the beauty of a museum i guess no doors <laughs> yeah no. nice big archways <laughs> ideal <laughs> <laughs> Although there was definitely times where I forgot to remove the collision of the archways, um, but I fixed that. So um, sure. I mean,
1: was it a? Did you enjoy the process of it all? Uh,
0: definitely at times. Um, as with any 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 creative process, I guess that was that was good stuff. The best stuff is is the ideas, and the worst stuff is making the ideas. Um, yep. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, so it's like the the hard parts were hard and the, the easy parts were easy and I was surprised to find that there were easy things that I thought would be insanely difficult and hard things that I thought would be super straightforward and like um like yeah, like I did. So I did um a short course in like 3D art like a couple years ago and it was like a 20 week course. It was like during COVID, uh, I guess. And, um, it's oh, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's just crazy to think back on. Yeah. Like it was originally, it was going to be in person, but they had to move it online. Um, which to be honest, I was really grateful for cause I, the idea of having to like trek into central London two or three times a week to use a computer was not particularly appealing. Um, um, and that was, like, a great course, and I learned a lot about 3D modeling and stuff. And at the end of it, like, the whole thing was, like, make a little scene and get it in Unreal and, like, don't make it a game. It was just about, like, this is what it looks like when you put something in Unreal and take some photos, make a video, that sort of thing. Um, and then at some point, he was, the teacher was, like, oh, okay, so um, a good thing to do when you're in Unreal is, like, to play test the game so you can get a sense of scale because, like... It'll. You can just choose to set it with like a third person camera template. So like, there's a human body you can walk around in, um, and like he like said that so nonchalantly, <laughs> was just like and it's literally like for anyone that hasn't ever looked at one of these like engines or whatever, it's just a play button at the top and you just press play and then suddenly the game exists. Like you don't have to do anything, um, right? You have there's no like you have to get Unreal downloaded, which is free, and pick third or first person template. It'll give you a very basic level. One of them has I think the third person first person one even gives you like a gun. And you press play <laughs> and you're you're there. You're in you're in a level. And then if you wanted to, you could put you could export that, pack that up, put that on itch. Uh, and you've made, you know, the dullest game of all time. Um but that like blew my mind and then and then and then two years went by and I decided to do something about it. Um Yeah. Um so that was incredibly easy, and then everything else was, you know, a real pain. Mm. Mm. Did you message your uh, the guys that taught you that stuff about the game? Um, yeah, I sent him a message on LinkedIn, just being like, "Hey, I made this," and he was like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wasn't like, you know, he's a teacher; he sees thousands. Wow! Of <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You're nice. teaching my next course with me." Yeah, exactly. That's fine. That's what I wanted, obviously. Oh. Yeah. To be I wanted praise. I wanted him to give me a job in uh, Louis, Louis, top top Louis, top 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 student of the year. The king of England
1: needs a game design. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're the one to
0: do it. Actually, you know, you know like, Have you have you seen those ads from like MI6? On... Uh they're clearly targeted. They must be targeted for you specifically. Well they're, they're no, it's like um it's they made a game to teach people about, um, I don't know, being spies. <laughs> I don't know what they were, some like public service thing. But I keep getting ads on Instagrams like, MI6 made a game for you. It's like, I don't want to touch that. It's like some pixel yeah. game. MI6 game. I'm Googling it
1: right now 007 Gaming Central. No, not that. That can't be real. <laughs> Mi6 that. HQ James Bond. Oh wait, do New I mean
0: years. Mi5? Mi6 is the fake one,
1: uh, right? No, they're both real. Are they right? Or is it four and five? Or is it five and six? One's international, one's uh, well uh, mm. within our shores, I believe. Um,
0: uh, I can't find it. Mi5. It's not this. Maybe, maybe it's not even. Maybe it was just like a police, police game. game click on the adverts mate and i stop teasing us refuse it might maybe it was a police game or something i thought it was okay i'm on mi5
1: site and i'm looking at the job application section
0: uh current job opportunities let's have a look mi5 mission 2 this is a stupid no this isn't it it was like a pixel game come on Ah.
1: Anyway, uh, don't trust. I'm looking at these. I'm looking at these job opportunities. For
0: yeah, you. they got anything. I'm going to be honest. I don't think any of them are for you. Ah, uh, there's got to be one thing I could do at MI5. I'm sure
1: there is one thing you could do. <laughs> Get out the front door and never come back in.
0: <laughs> I remember. Um, is this an? No, this isn't an interesting story. But I'll tell it. anyway. Uh, uh, when we were, you know, the MI5 building. Um. Uh, outside of uh, Vauxhall Bridge. Um, mm. well, I was with my dad when I was a kid, and the m- car he was driving broke down in front of the MI5 building. And Oh, really? Stress. Uh, and so we just, like, pulled over. The clutch went, I think. And we just pulled over. And then he decided in that moment to tell us that, like... Uh, they have cameras, all cameras and mic, secret microphones all around the outside, so they can hear everything we're saying. Mm. It's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing okay. happened. I just Sh- okay. You know. that <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. All right.
1: So, out of making the game, the whole thing, what was like the most rewarding thing?
0: Hmm... Um. Uh... Start to finish. As in... Mm, what are you
1: walking away with it most happy about?
0: Oh, most happy about... Um... This... I mean, it sounds a little... Dorky. Um... But, like... The... So, this... Something that I've realized over the last, like, two different things I've made is that, like, I... I desperately want, like, approval and thousands of people to enjoy the thing I've made, um, but doesn't actually fill me with much joy, really, no matter what the numbers are. And so I've learned to focus more on, like, individual interactions with people on stuff, and that's actually really satisfying. Um, And so with this game... I made like an effort to like reach out to people that I thought might be interested in it or are interesting. And I just wanted to talk to them about, so like I spoke to a couple of different people within the sort of hostile design space and they were really interesting just on email. And then the, the best most satisfying one was at the end of, well, the back of the museum, there's a room with a projection on it and a song is playing um, by these two guys called, uh, Bongo Mike and Extremely Frank Jeremy um, and they are buskers from London um, in the 80s and 90s uh, and th- some at some point this year my brain remembered them existing and remembering hearing them on like the district line as a kid when I was with my mom like probably 10 years old maybe younger um, and they sang a song called um, they sang a song called um uh you can't shave in a public toilet um and for whatever reason that song just like stuck in my head um it's a very goofy song um and yeah, it just like occurred it was like reverberated back into my head this year and and it sort of yeah, I realized that maybe that song might be relevant to what I was doing, and I looked into them and I found uh jeremy extremely frank jeremy um which by the way i thought was frank jeremy it's extremely frank jeremy yeah
1: okay Um, yeah oh i see what i see see what's happened
0: there? and he's like in his like early 70s now and he's only recently just started busking again and i just sent him i just sent him an email being like hey i i think i saw you and bongo mike performing on the district line um when i was a kid, and. it's a big inspiration, and um, and can I use one of your songs in this game I'm working on? Because they, I, I looked into like their history and stuff, and it turns out they were like uh, semi semi sort of well, I guess they were like sort of famous for say, pushing back against like license rights for buskers. Like they wanted to perform on tubes and trains and in public without having to pay London's licensing fee, um, huh. which is really interesting. And then the song you can't share in a public toilet. Uh, It's kind of a protest song and um, all that stuff. Yeah, so I just... And then just, like, he was really nice and it was just got a nice email chain. Uh, And I think that stuff is probably, like, my favorite stuff. Um, That's probably the stuff I'm most satisfied by. Um, uh, Yeah, that's great. That stuff I really, really... Yeah, I think... And also in general, just, like, learning that that's kind of what, what I can kind of get out of doing this sort of thing um yeah uh, that's awesome yeah because like i i definitely because i've i released like two albums now and the first one i made was kind of the beginning of me realizing that i like whatever whatever it was i thought i wanted from this i don't i don't think i can get because it's it's impossible and like actually i don't think it would make a difference to me long term if i got that And then I've just been trying to, like, approach creative stuff a bit more, like, healthily and and in a way that makes me actually feel good. Um, And I feel like this game, while there were definitely some moments of, like, (laughs) some, like, deep, deep despair (laughs) moments making this thing. um, uh, (laughs) Over the five months. Oh, my God. There was some... Really? Just, like, just, like, you just, I mean, everyone knows, you just, you... You're like a third of the way through something, and you forget why you're doing it, and it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> why am I doing yeah. this? It's a long time, though. Yeah,
1: and I mean, it's it's interesting because I don't think I, think I don't think I've ever made anything
0: over five months. I, I um, mean, I think like like music and stuff. I don't really count the time it takes because I do it sort of randomly when I feel like it. So this was the first time that I've ever like had one project on the go. And, yeah, it was a bit tiring. Sure. Um.
1: Yeah, I bet. It, it's funny that you say about... Because um, I've not actually still played this game uh, in 1.0. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and that last section with the uh, video playing and the song... Uh, was bugged for me when I played
0: it. Yeah, I forgot um, to. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to put the video file in the <laughs> folder. It was as
1: simple as that. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> to pack the video file. So you just what got the music.
1: It? Yeah. <laughs> um, is it what should I play this game in one point? Now? do I need to see the video?
0: Uh, no, the video is just um, pictures of other benches that I. Oh, okay. Couldn't include time constraint and. Okay, that's funny. It mm-hmm. that very funny. Um, here's a question for you. Yeah, hit me. I'm ready. Uh, I'm warmed is up. Is there anything
1: <laughs> that you want people to like notice in the game, in your game? Uh, um, like in
0: particular? Um, I think if there was, I mean, I think like it's it's all pretty. It's all pretty on the nose. <laughs> Like, I, I don't think there's anything particularly subtle that people would miss. Um, uh, there, the um, At the beginning of the game, I'm thinking of, like, the most subtle thing I can think of. Uh, at the beginning of the game, if you turn around, you can see a window with some, like, decals on the other side of the window. Um, like, that have, like, the opening times of the museum and the name of the museum and stuff. Um but um for reasons that aren't very interesting the the light doesn't get blocked by the decals so like um video games uh so like the shadow would only cast <laughs> that's, that's not video games that's just like going through transparent well they were like they they're like pretty they're pretty <laughs> solid they're pretty solid so they would they would block light um uh and um and the lights, the light's really strong. So, like all the other, like all the the panes of the glass and stuff are really like sharp, and um, and that bothered me. So, like there's some invisible geometry behind the some of the decals to block some of the light, so the shadow oh, is, is that how? Okay. So the shadow is cast. Um, so that's something you can look for <laughs> that is irrelevant to the entire experience. No, not at all. Um, i don't think so i i noted those
1: numbers and uh, entry times and said they look really good yeah but
0: you didn't notice the the light being blocked on the front. no of course i didn't well that's what i'm saying <laughs> i didn't know how it worked yeah oh but can you notice the actual shapes uh that would have been too expensive so i just use squares so it just kind of like abstractly looks oh, interesting uh. So, no, it doesn't... I don't bother doing it on the opening times bit, but on the left there's, like, a block of decal for the logo. Um, right. And uh, I covered that Oh,
1: up. interesting.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's cool. i um, trying to think of other things. I'm sure there's some random stuff. It's... Yeah, there was... It sort of changed a lot, and there were some bigger ideas. You know, I mean, how do you... How do you, here's a question for you. How How do you work with your ideas? Like, when you have an idea, like, how do you feel like the thing you end up with matches no, the idea never. at all?
1: Never. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. I, um, I mean, it, it's always like a scale, isn't it? It's never straightforward. But I so often find with the stuff I do, some of the most interesting things are discovered while doing them, yeah. um, and therefore just end up not being what I originally imagined. Yeah, or at least you know when I was doing uh, graphic projects, uh, that's normally the process that it would take. And also, things you think might look good might not look good, and and you fuck around changing one like piece of material, or you know you'll change the paper stock that you do something on. Uh, and that'll open up a whole new thing. But then, now that you're in a whole new thing, you have to, or don't have to, but have uh, a whole new thing to explore. So, yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never.
0: It's, like, so, it's so, uh, like, terrifying and exciting that uh, how, how many great ideas and, like, things that actually come about are, like, on accident and... Like you just it's wild. It's like you made a mistake or you just literally like, oh, what yeah. if I change this? And oh, there's a whole other idea. And I'm going to do this instead. And like, um, I mean, I think overall, like uh, Monuments to Guilt is pretty true to the original idea. But I th- it was one of those ideas that, that a lot of my ideas are, they f- you know, they feel like fully formed in my head because there's, you don't have to answer any of the questions. And, and then I sort of, like, I think that's usually what happens with a lot of my ideas, is, like, what if I put a bench in a museum? And then I do that, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, but what else do you do? And that was probably the rest of the time was, like, well, I've managed to put a literal bench inside a museum space. How do I make this valuable to anyone other than myself? Um, mm-hmm. And it's, like, now I have to sort of spend all the time trying to sort of, I don't know, make it worth itself. Well, here's one for you. How much thought
1: did you put into the fact that you're displaying something uh, that is meant to be touched and used in a museum, which is you know typically a place where things aren't meant to be touched or used? Um... So, because that, while I was playing it, that was, like, the main thing that I found kind of interesting. And, like, the bench at the start and at the end. Yeah. Ones that were meant
0: to be sat on and then all these ones that were there that you weren't meant to go on. Um. Yeah, I think that was definitely a strong consideration was, like... I mean, the, all the all the languages around the museum is saying, like, don't touch, don't sit, don't use, right? Um, yeah. And then you've got, like... um. A few different ways. Um, I basically like made sure that any bench that was kind of on display was barred from the player in some sense. But I think the bigger challenge, which is maybe more what you're alluding to, is like the there's there's the like there's a the, like the facade that the player sort of agrees with, like oh yeah, I'm in a museum and and like in a museum I wouldn't be able to touch the stuff, but you're you're a player in a game and in a game. You do whatever the fuck you want, and like no, it it well. But you know what I mean, like 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 yeah. I, but, I get but even the, in a real museum, they would have to make those same. No, I know that, I know that. But I mean, like, as in, regardless of what the game is saying, there are no consequences if if um you went to sit on a bench. However, I haven't given you the tools to sit on the bench, regardless of what the museum right. is actually saying itself. So there's that extra right, layer right. of like, um, what the museum is saying, what I'm saying, and then what the player is saying, and the choice of, like, how much um, agency (laughs) to give the player to, like, Mm. discard the rules was a thing that I struggled with a bit. Um, uh, And I ended up going off, and it was just like, I'm just going to go with the simplest option. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. absolutely. Also, like, why should you? I mean, this isn't, like, some big thing. It's just something you made, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean... At the end of the day. Yeah, I I think... I think... Maybe I've justified it myself, but I don't think I would want to give you the option to sit on any of the benches. There was a period of time where, uh, cause like, yeah, again, my brain 20% through the, any project gets a bit bored and it's like, well, what if I did this weird thing to keep myself interested? So like there was a point where I was building out a way for you to be able to draw on the walls and on the benches, um, but that was like just ballooning into something completely unmanageable. Um, so like you would like the one of the face, the first things you would see is like someone had stuck a, a like a pen marker to the wall, and then you could take pick that up and then like just draw over the entire thing. But I but that was a a lot to figure out, and and would I I did, I had struggled with like I want the player to be able to interact with the space somehow, but I don't know how. Um,
1: Well, I mean, I think, I think you, I mean, that to me doesn't sound like it would have added much. I mean, I think the interactions in the fact
0: that it's a museum. Yeah. Right. And you're looking. Yeah. And that you can like crouch. You can crouch, you can zoom. Zoom was. Exactly. um, Zoom was my piece de la resistance.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was good.
0: I didn't even know you could do it. Yeah. Which is perfect. (laughs) Perfect design by me that you didn't even realize you could zoom. Yeah, well, it was funny, I, I did miss the <laughs> missed all the entire I changed that though of, you um, you haven't, uh, So yeah. uh, the camera opens on you basically looking at the controls
1: uh, Nice, good thinking
0: mm-hmm. Genius I'll have
1: to play 1.0 <laughs> You will um, Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Any questions for me? You don't have to uh, Anything else you want to bring up?
0: I don't think, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything, like, particularly else challenging. I guess the only other thing, kind of coming back to that, like, the different voices, I think that was, like, one of the hardest decisions that I got stuck on a lot was, um, it's kind of hard to explain, so maybe it's not worth it, but, like, because you're, yeah, you've got like the players' intentions, you've got the museum's intentions, and you've got my intentions. And then all of those different things will have different understandings of the exhibition itself, so like exclusionary architecture. Um and I think one of the things that I, it took me a really long time to make a decision about was is this a is this a fictional museum? where you play a fictional person in a museum, or is this a digital museum where you play yourself going around a museum that just so happens to be in the form of a video game? Um, And that doesn't sound like a big difference, but it kind of, in my brain at least, had, like, big implications for the way things were written. Because, like, for a period of time, like, the museum was supposed to be, like, satirical, so, like... It was supposed to sort of be presenting the benches as art, not as, um, as exclusionary design. It was like, how beautiful is this bench? And sort of like the subtext was that it was bad, but for that to work, then the, <laughs> the player would have to be fixed. I don't know. It, it was a whole mess. I got stuck on that a lot. It's kind of a jargon sure. thing to explain, but, um, no, I, I, I get that. I get that. Um, yeah. I mean it becomes a game rather than a space. But I I,
1: I would argue that there's still like an aspect of that
0: mm-hmm. in the current I guess it is it does I guess it is kind of blurred. Yeah. I think uh, I think I'm happy with where it landed. I definitely didn't want it to be I definitely wanted it to have like an emotional feeling as in my voice to be in there like I mean it's the word there's a lot of yeah. words like guilt and blame. <laughs> so like um my feelings on it are very much in there, and I think it would be kind of dull without that stuff um and probably and you can definitely find better you can find better explanations of uh hostile architecture um so yeah
1: yeah yeah well it, it must be weird as well writing that stuff yourself yes i mean where we're, we're two representatives of set four English here <laughs> you know, sat next to each other for many a year in the bottom English set. Uh-huh. Um and having to write museum text. Yeah. Must be a bit of a
0: weird one. It it was tough. Um it was tough. Um and Yeah. It yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was but that was definitely yeah. one of the bigger challenges. Do
1: you fi- do you find find you've uh, your English has like I don't know. I feel like after school and started, when I actually started writing essays about, I guess, like, art instead of about books, mm-hmm. I actually just became, like, so much better at English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I – think, I, well, the feedback I always got at school forever was has good ideas, doesn't know how to get them on paper, and uh, after I left school, I no longer had to get things on paper most of the time, um, which was great. Uh, and then whenever I do need to do that, I just, I think because it's about something I'm interested in, I'm, I'm much more happy to spend time making sure my ideas are coming through, um, yeah. like sitting in an exam for an hour and a half, right. That's true. You don't have the luxury of time. Writing a freaking I, I, whatever, like a, like some random story based on a prompt. Like, there's no way, there's no way I would have done that well. Um, even today, I don't think, um, so, yeah, I do think... I think my sentence structure is all over the place still, but at least... Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting
1: that exams are pretty much, like... You're writing about writing in a lot of the times. Mm. I mean, that's not true. I mean, guess we did writing about uh, movies as
0: well occasionally. Yeah, but that, like... I think... I think so, we... <laughs> we had to write about the Matrix for like. Was that the GCSE? I think it was GCSE. Like, well, it had to be. We didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> um, neither of us did uh,
1: anything further than GCSE it English. Was, yeah. It was, oh. Yeah. No.
0: It was like whatever. The the coursework was. We had to write an essay on the Matrix. And like, the thing that bothers me about that stuff is, we just all wrote about exactly the same thing. Like, we watched the movie together, and then she told us the things that she had analyzed about the matrix and then our job was to just write it up and like, uh, I don't know, but I mean, I that's think... how I remember it. Like maybe that's why I got a bad score, but like, I felt like we just had like, Oh yeah, it's green when he's, he's in the matrix or like, Oh yeah, no. his, well... his name is Neo, which is like one or like, you know, like all these, like just like the most baseline, whatever the, the actual like, analysis, whatever, like, well, I mean, we did it on
1: one particular scene, which was, like, very on-the-nose and, like, obvious uh, metaphors. It was, like, the whole rebirth scene where he comes out of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking like Jesus. And there's there's space to uh, interpret, I think. But,
0: I mean, I think the way it was presented and the way it was handed out was all pretty obvious. Yeah, and I think, like, the thing that bothers me about it is is not so much, like the obviousness of of the analysis but just the fact that like what that meant was that we were being scored effectively on how well we could write the same points so like yeah
1: but i would argue that there's that what's actually interesting is that you know the teacher doesn't want to have to like assess 17 different parts of the film Mm. it's better to, like, go in-depth on one and then see how people interpret it. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't wasn't done very well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Was it nice using
0: other people's music (laughs) to take away any stress of having to make music for it? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, like, a very brief harmony at the beginning of the game. Um. And, and then, yeah, and then there's just ambient sound that I recorded. And then the- talking about, sorry to interrupt, talking about ambient sound. Sorry if you're hearing my uh,
1: stomach crumbling.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't caught that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, and then, yeah, there's a song at the end. But yeah, it, it was, it was nice not having to be like, yeah. Cause it, again, it just like took out some of the, the music stuff is, more like emotionally charged so like it just puts more pressure on it so like it's nice to not have to think about the emotional side of things while working or something yeah it was a very functional project which i really uh i kind of uh enjoyed um yeah yeah definitely a good first one yeah yeah We'll see. If, or, yeah. if, if there is any desire to make more. I got ideas, but, like, I think I would actually have to learn how to make a game to do them. So, mm. I might need to figure that out. Sure. Well, now I can hear some ambient noise. What is that? Lasers. What the fuck is that? That sounds like... <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a car alarm. I used to have... I think for Christmas, my uncle got me this really crap. C- can I guess what... You... <laughs> 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 yeah go go for it uh,
1: only because I you know what it's definitely not the same thing but it definitely is the exact same uh, audio <laughs> it was a uh, do you remember those guns that fired those foam discs yeah I do
0: <laughs> do you remember
1: those Yeah, they had like a sort of Jaffa cake yeah, tube yeah, yeah. Uh, of oh, thin man. foam disc with a hole in the middle and you'd fire them and then just sort of fly out and it had that sort of laser sound
0: effect with four or five that. different lasers yeah that's way better than what i was what i was given Which, what were you given it was a like a electric plastic fighter jet that didn't fly or anything you would put it on the floor and press a button and then it had like st- a little stilt in its belly and it would just kind of push <laughs> itself up and spin around and just make a series <laughs> nice. of infuriating noises. Even that as works. like however old I was, it was like, wow, this is really noisy. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> it's too much. Send it back. Oh,
1: um yeah. Hey, that's like pretty much a full hour. Oh shit. Um Well I guess it's not a fruit gummy just, episode then. Yeah,
0: let's just make it just make it what it is. <sighs> Um okay well um thank thanks for thanks for asking me a bunch of questions lucky no thanks worries. for indulging my my brain
1: absolutely congrats on uh, putting out a uh, game.
0: thank you um uh, I'll put another link to it in the description uh it's monuments to guilt on itch if you want to check it out um, um Loki. Do you, want, mm. do, you want, do you want to play Resident Evil 4? Do I?
1: Yeah, you do. I don't know if I do. Let me pick a game. <laughs> <laughs> I've not picked a game in ages. That's because you haven't picked one. I don't want to play, I don't want to play another high-stress, intense game. Do you know how many of these games you've made yeah, me play this, over the years? Yeah, but you'll like this one. Will I? Yeah. Will I, yeah, though? Yeah, you will. Resident Evil 4
0: Remake. You will like this one. <sighs> Will I, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if People you... Off. Lucky. <laughs> but, but will I? If you have a game, we can do that. I have done quite a few in a row. We were here together, by the way, everyone. We didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, we played it. It was fun. like an hour of it, and that was enough. But not bad in any way, they... just not for us. Um...
1: Yeah, it it is a pain having to talk through (laughs) walkie-talkies when you have Discord
0: available to you. I knew that was going to annoy you. Of course. I think there have been, like, several times where there's been, like, in-game audio that I thought might be kind of fun to use, and you were like, (laughs) Just use Discord. (laughs) It sucks. In-game audio has always and forever
1: sucked, and I will stand by that. But
0: if it has a mechanic
1: tied to it, are you not interested in that? I am, that's a lot. I, I am and I uh, think it was effective, you made a good point where it's annoying that you can't talk to each other when your characters are next to each other you still have to talk through walkie talkies yeah, we um, but I do see the merit
0: of solving problems with walkie talkies That is, fun. I enjoyed being able to talk to myself and being while well, I was figuring stuff out and then talking to you Got you. Anyway, um, that's what, that's um, that's we were here
1: together. Do, I spend a lot of time on radios. You know, what as is funny as is calling them walkie-talkies.
0: That's what they are.
1: Uh, I know, I know. But <laughs> like, like, I've occasionally done it
0: at work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do you have a walkie-talkie? <laughs> oh, that is funny. Um, are they just people? Just call them radios. I don't. Yeah, they're not radios. I know, but guys. Call them by their official name, boys. It's a (laughs) walkie-talkie.
1: Yeah, also, my whole relationship with them is saying as little as possible. Do you say over? Because you want to... No. Uh. But you want to keep comms, like, as clear as possible at all times. So my whole relationship with them is being like, Yep, copy that. No worries. Thanks. Mm.
0: Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Do you have a game? Give me a second. So, no. So, Resident Evil 4 remake then. I mean, you don't have to pick one. We can just say we won't do an episode for a little while.
1: No, 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 no. We don't have to pick it straight away. It can maybe be Resident Evil 4. If not, it'll be something else. Okay. I'm giving you a deadline. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening. (laughs) Um, this has been Time Played 3 HR this has been another episode and thank you for making it all the
0: way through to the end this has been you're still another here. episode <laughs> bye <laughs> bye